1: Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. People on the text line are, I would say, very split about, at least it would appear, that the Chiefs are not going to bring back Tommy Townsend. They have signed Matt Ariza. He is a punter. He was on Buffalo. He had an off-the-field incident, and he has been cleared of all the charges. And he is now back in the league. He is going to play for your Kansas City Chiefs. I would like to pass one bit of information. People are asking how his holding, and I I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, but I am here to report. I guess what I could just very easily Google for you about Matt Ariza is his last year of college, his average punt was 58, excuse me, 56.78. If he does that in the NFL, he would have been the best punter last year in the league. At least from an average standpoint. Now we can go inside the 20. However, you would classify who the best punter is. If he is just simply the exact same punter that he was in college, he'd be the best punter in the National Football League. Seems pretty important. And I'm assuming the Chiefs got him at a deal. I'm assuming they got him for the low. And you put him with a very, very good special teams coach, very well respected, that I'm going to guess that that person is also vouching for. Matt Ariza, and I'm assuming that they have done a very good job of vetting his background and they know his story and they obviously feel very comfortable bringing him in. So I'm inclined to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm 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 going to side with them on this one. Rob, I saw a tweet that was going around and the tweet was, what is the most unrealistic thing? that you can recall happening in a sports movie. This was tweeted out by Dylan Powell earlier today. Well, Rob, I have my answer for what's the most unrealistic thing that I can recall happening in a sports movie. You know what? I'll give you three. Number one for me is going to be rookie of the year. Henry Rowan Gardner was a below average athlete. Henry Rowan Gardner was playing right field, hidden eighth for his little league team. He had a tragic accident, broke his arm. Don't wish that on anybody. And next thing you know, him and his friends are sitting in the outfield at the at the Cubs game. And a home run gets hit, which happened pretty frequently for the Cubs in the mid-90s. They were giving up a lot of home runs. And now you guys know you got to throw the ball back onto the field. He didn't just throw the ball back on the field. This arm injury turned him into Bo Jackson, and he threw an absolute strike a laser from right field to home plate. And then next thing you know, he goes from spectator to now as a 12 year old, he is the closer for the Chicago Cubs and Rob, let's take it one step further. He eventually loses his power. Yes. His arm goes back to normal and you know what? He's back to the same mediocre average kid that he was before. How does he get the best power hitter in baseball out at the end of the movie? I'm sorry I'm going to spoil it for you, but this movie came out in 1997. If you haven't seen it by now, I'm sorry you've had your opportunities. Rob, he throws a flutter ball. I mean, straight underhand, slow pitch, flutter ball. It was slower than my first pitch at Kauffman Stadium last year. Absolute noodle arm. Do it underhand. And you're telling me a big league hitter? He swung and missed? No, you know what happens? If Rookie of the Year was a real movie, that man hits the ball into the apartment complexes across the street. Henry Rowan Gardner loses the game for the Cubs. They don't go to the World Series. And Henry Rowan Gardner, his mom, and that journeyman pitcher that she started sleeping with on his on her son's baseball team, they have to move and go somewhere else because Henry Rowan Gardner can never go back to Chicago. That's how Rookie of the Year happens if it's a real movie. That's number one on my list. Number two on my list, Rob, is the movie The Program. Now, I love the movie The Program. Joe Kane started off the movie as Joe Burrow, Heisman candidate, Oh, he was going to have a fantastic season. He had at least three near-death incidents in the movie, and while the college football season was going on, he entered rehab. You don't come back and play football for that team in the same season. No. Sure, maybe you get in trouble off the field and the team covers it up, but if you are at the point in the midst of you guys still have a chance to win your conference and win your bowl game, and you have to check yourself into rehab... You don't come back for the final game of the season to help. No, that's not how it works. You know what? You're done for the rest of the year. You're done. I'll give you one more movie, Rob, the movie blue chips for their local paper. They put together one of the greatest investigations that I've ever seen. I mean, they got pictures of Ricky Rowe getting briefcases of money and getting brand new tractors. No local, no, no, no local newspaper is doing that. They also put this investigation together over the course of a college basketball season. No, no chance. Those are my top three most unrealistic things that have happened in a sports movie. Listen, I
2: have two and I'm stunned you didn't have my two. Like, your three are fine. They're not realistic moments, but I think you're getting too much in the weeds of the actual sports. Let's talk about the two most unrealistic moments in sports movie history. Number one, air Bud. <laughs> Can you imagine if parents listening, let's say your kid is playing, I don't know fourth or fifth grade basketball. And he has a game on Saturday at, I don't know, Lee summit middle school, just grab a town and you show up. and It's like, all right, the Panthers have a chance to win the game and they have a chance to become the champs of the Lee summit league. And you sit down and the opponent walks in. They're like, yeah, they're starting point guards, a golden retriever. And he starts hooping, you would be like, darn, that dog got us, and walked out. Airbud no. is one of the
1: great athletes of our generation. You talk about Bo Jackson, a multi sport athlete that could play baseball and football. Deion Sanders, also a multiple sport athlete. How dare you disrespect Airbud when Airbud showed you that he could be messy on the soccer field, he could be Irving Fryer as a wide receiver. He also, was Steve Nash on the court, how dare you disrespect disrespect Airbud on this show? That's that was, what you're going to do? You're going
2: to disrespect it? I'm sure if you took him out to your driveway and tossed the ball, he could bounce it off his nose into the basket. That's awesome. But you're telling me he dribbled up the floor yeah. and then passed the ball, and then in the big moments, no one could figure out how to defend a dog who is at no more than... Six to nine inches off the ground and squat his shot. Come on. Speedy point guard.
1: Also, Someone on the text line sent this, and I'm inclined to agree. I will accept, I will accept no air bud slander on these airwaves. I'm with you. Nah, I'm with you. I can't believe this.
2: This is a little bit out of pocket for you. Fine, fine. If you don't want airbuds the most unrealistic, I got another one for you. Are you ready? Little big league. The owner of the twins tragically passes away. And And they put a kid in charge. He left the team to his grandson who was like 11. First off, can you imagine the ownership group was like, yep, sounds good to me. The 11 year old's in charge. There's a million reasons why that's flawed. And then the 11 year old, becomes in charge you know what he first does installs himself as gm real yeah you can do that when you own the team then he thinks to himself man the manager's not playing the team i own and have built properly i'm gonna fire the manager i'm just gonna have all three jobs i at 11 years old and no experience in baseball can manage general manage and own this team all the while they start becoming this plucky underdog story where the journeyman or past his prime first baseman starts sleeping with his mom and he's totally okay with this. <laughs> Yo, it was a I, every movie doesn't
1: need a love interest. Like there is no reason in rookie of the year. There's no reason why your son joins the Cubs. And now you just start dating Jamie Moyer. Like why? Like Why are you doing this? Your kid works there now. It seems like there's a lot going on that you're trying to get your swerve on with Bruce Chin. And then in Little Big League, you're right. Every movie doesn't need a love interest. It could just be about baseball. It could just be the text line is saying, what about Like Mike with Little Bow Wow who finds the magical Jordans and now he just turns into Kyrie Irving. That's also a great one. I'm going to give you guys this one, and you guys know how. Rest in peace to Carl Weathers. The first Rocky movie is either unrealistic or Apollo Creed's a bum. Here we go. It's one of the two. It, it can't be both. Can you imagine right now, Rob, if they just found a random fighter down at the YMCA? Because that's who Rocky Balboa was, a random fighter down at the YMCA. And they just put him in the ring with Tyson Fury. And he took Tyson Fury the distance, and it was a split decision. No, no. One of two things have to be true.
2: I'm sorry. Don't we learn in Rocky too, though, that he's legit? Like, don't we learn throughout the Rocky series that he and Rocky were this great No, I continue to because- learn
1: that Apollo Creed was a fraud is what I continue to learn. That he might be the most overrated fictional athlete of all time. That's who he might be. The most overrated fictional athlete that we have ever seen. Going out of your way to disrespect the dead. RIP to Carl Weathers. I love Rocky. I love Carl Weathers. I'm just telling you. You're supposed to be the heavyweight champion of the world. That's what you guys want me to believe. You want me to believe that Apollo Creed is the best boxer in the world. And this guy who didn't have a home, whose girlfriend was picking up extra shifts down at the pet shop, who didn't even have a proper training regimen, terrible diet. His training regimen consists of, hitting meats and chasing chickens around, he was able to take the best fighter in the world to a split decision.
2: No, Apollo Creed was a bum. An absolute bum is what he was. That same fighter became the champ and beat the greatest trained athlete in Russian sports history and won the Cold War.
0: (laughs) You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details.